All right, we're recording. Yay! <laughs> uh, welcome to TBD. With Matt and Emily. Hooray! We did Yay, it. yes, we did it. I know. All right. Um, we did it. We, we loudly introduced our show for the first time. We were excited. We weren't tepid. Nope. <laughs> Is that the right word for that? Tepid? We were enthusiastically presenting our show to you, um, the listener. The listener. <laughs> you <laughs> hey we're talking to you uh we have another surprise we didn't get a guest this week <laughs> no but we will uh eventually there'll be a guest yes so you're still getting it with with just the two of us <laughs> uh but we're cool yeah we're some of the coolest people i know i mean last week we doubled how long our podcast was i don't think we'll double it again this week i don't but, think uh, so <laughs> we'd have to go the full three uh we would we would uh what's one one plus two we could do uh fibonacci sequence right so you add uh the first one plus uh and then the second one is the length of the first one plus the first one again so you double it but then the third one is the length of the first one plus the second one so you wouldn't be doubling again you'd You'd be um it'd be so it'd be like three times as long as the first one okay this is a math yes. thing. It's a one, uh, what's it? One, one, two, three, five, eight. Uh, Eleven? Uh, uh, thir- Thirteen. So uh, you're adding five plus eight. Oh, you're adding the number before it. Yes. Okay. So you start with one and then you, I don't know. I guess I don't know why it goes one, one, but it's one, then one, and then one and one is two, two and one is three. Three and two is five. Uh, five and three is eight. Eight and five is 13. <laughs> uh, eight, uh, 21, because eight and 13 is 21. 21. Uh, I, I, could, I guess I could keep going, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, because I was lost. <laughs> um, hopefully I did it all right, and it's not on recording that I did it all wrong. I don't know. Um, well, this is the podcast where we drink tea and talk about subjects that are to be determined yes that are of interest to at least one of us yes i mean the whole point is just one of us um yeah um especially when it's just still the two of us because yes um eventually it it could be interesting once we have a, a third person um i guess like every topic right is either interesting or not interesting to an individual person. That's true. So once you add a third person into it, um, it's like 50, 50, whether they're in a, <laughs> this math might not really work out, but in a way it's it could 50, be like 50. two on one or, uh, or, or what it's always going to be. Yeah. It'll always be two on one or it could be one on one on one. If we all have slightly different opinions, if we all know the topic, but disagree. Yes. <laughs> um, Okay. Cool. I, I like our figuring out. We do a lot of figuring out. <laughs> you know, this is a new thing. We're making waves in the digital game. Yeah. Um, we're both going to take a sip of our tea right now. Yes. I'm going to lean away from the microphone. Okay. I'll talk while you sip. And then when I'm sipping, you talk about the tea. You like say what it is. Yes. And now here I go. <laughs> okay. Matt's taking a sip now. So I brought the tea this week. It is called Raspberry Rush it um, is from T2, 
similar to Matt's tea from last week. It's very sweet. It's very raspberry-y. And, uh, I mean, I guess Australian. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I am aware that the company's Australian. I don't know. The tea, I don't think itself is in any way Australian. It could be from anywhere. Uh, I don't know where, I don't know where raspberries are from. Uh, Jeffrey Rush, which is the second (laughs) half. He's Australian, isn't he? The actor. Do you know who he is? He's like, have you seen the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Yes. He plays the guy who's the the villain in the first movie but then is like in all the rest of them is sort of maybe the villain captain barbosa oh yes that's jeffrey rush wow i'm learning something he's also from he's also from the king's speech Ooh. he's he's the guy who's like the dialect coach right um he's the guy who coaches him on yeah i only remember behind the scenes uh (laughs) not colin farrell colin firth colin firth we were uh colin farrell would be an interesting version of this movie um we were not as handsome we were talking about the king's speech earlier on a completely unrelated note to this (laughs) that's true uh but i only remember that i've never seen that movie but i remember jeffrey rush is in it because i was googling it while we were talking about it and i was like oh yeah jeffrey rush um i loved that movie mostly because it was about the royal family um and ugh, it was such an important time in Queen Elizabeth's life, you know? Uh, yeah, of course well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if people would listen to this podcast out of order. Uh, I guess they would. Why not? You can start Hop On any week. But That's true. Episode one was definitely, it was all about the, the queens. royal family. Yeah. And in, but in France. Yes. Well, the one I talked about was Queen of France and England. Yeah. That's... I could still ask so many questions about that because it seems like France and England. Listen, I have other queens I can talk about. Don't worry. But don't worry. It's not this episode. It's not this episode. No. <laughs> we have a totally different thing. Uh, um, oh, okay. We have a totally different thing we're going to talk about. And I don't even know what it is. Yes. Should I, should I tell you? Um, I think so. I okay. think we can move. I think we're, <laughs> okay. we had more to banter about up top. <laughs> we can banter as I'm talking. So I am bringing to you today. Not only Raspberry Rush Tea, but a discussion about my favorite show. A show that defined my young life. A show that defined my romantic type and gave me good music to listen to. Okay. I will be talking today about The O.C. The O.C. It's (laughs) the best show. (laughs) Now, I'm going to tell you about why I brought this tea before I forget. So, Raspberry Rush. You're like, what are you talking about? How is that? And anyway, fit. I thought the answer, when you started talking about TV shows from youth, I was like, the wild thornberries? Oh, that'd be a good <laughs> and one. And I was thinking berries and raspberry. <laughs> no, that'd be, no, no. Um, I do I, like that show. I, I'm not, I'm not here to railroad over your thing. I was just trying to like jump on the T. Why is Raspberry Rush right? And my first thought was wild thornberries. Uh, and it could have been another Jeffrey Rush reference, but you don't even really know who he is no. <laughs> do you want to guess why i picked raspberry rush for um, the oc it is a real stretch although there's two reasons are there raspberries in the oc no not at all <laughs> um okay so my two reasons are one you just get such a rush watching mm. the oc because it's so good so it's a pun <laughs> yes and the raspberries make me think of summer and in southern california it's always summer 
It feels that way, doesn't it? I'm sure they get cold there. I <sighs> I went um I went there. I went to LA like uh a long while ago and I went in like April and it was really hot for uh, <laughs> it was hot for me. I was like this is hot. <laughs> uh and so I was wearing like shorts and like a t-shirt and everyone uh knew I was a tourist. Uh uh I got invited into like the state or city hall or something weird like that. Cause this guy was like, this very randomly happened. I was touristing around where city hall is. And this guy was like, I'm the tourism, like, or I'm on the city council for Los Angeles. But my thing is like tourism or something and sister cities and things like that. And he just, nailed me from the street as a tourist because i was wearing shorts in april <laughs> and i think that's like you don't wear shorts until like june or something there <laughs> that's oh. how hot it is there that's, or that's how hot it is for us uh cold weather people <laughs> oh i wish i could wear shorts in april anyways i can segue from la to back to the oc don't worry uh yeah it was uh there was an episode where they go to la um mm. and i'm pretty sure it's the episode where they see seth's aunt um stripping okay <laughs> what a good That's show it. okay i'm gonna set the scene um, for you i will just so the listener is aware i know very little about the oc so if you're <sighs> thinking i don't know or like or any, whatever i'm your surrogate this episode <laughs> i don't really know much <laughs> <sighs> i don't even know where to start but let's set the scene you have me picture this voice at the young age of i'm gonna say 12 I was in middle school, searching for something, and it was the OC. Seth Cohen Mm -hmm. and Ryan Atwood, Summer Roberts, and Marissa Cooper. This is their names on the show? Yes, yes, yes. Are amazing. I don't even know where to start, but it's just such a good show. So the pilot episode, the pilot episode, is the best pilot episode of any TV show I've ever seen. And I will fight anyone on that. I, I have a counterexample, but I'll let you. <laughs> it comes out so strong with what it is. At one point, Ryan Atwood, a kid from Chino, wrong side of the tracks, he goes to live with the Cohen family because Sandy Cohen, Seth Cohen's dad, um, is a public defendant who has to defend uh, Ryan from uh, Grand Theft Auto charges. And Ooh, Grand Theft Auto, great video game. <laughs> because Sandy Cohen is just such a good dude he takes ryan in and lives in his pool house in the very fancy area of uh newport in orange county hence the oc (sighs) and Uh from there ryan atwood and seth cohen become best friends and i become deeply in love with seth cohen um matt is looking up something on his ipad (laughs) i have to know i want to who is um who is Ben McKenzie? Ben McKenzie is Ryan Atwood. Uh, Adam Brody is Seth Cohen, the love of my life. Uh, okay. Uh, um, Summer Roberts is played by Rachel Bilson, who her and Seth Cohen dated both in the show and in real life, and then they broke up, and it was so sad. Um, and Misha I, Barton plays Marissa Cooper. Uh, ben McKenzie, the lead on the show Gotham. Yes, I did know that. How I know him. And he married his co-star on that show. <laughs> the woman who's... Uh, did you see Deadpool? Mm-mm. Wait. 
I don't know. It's Ryan Reynolds and I think I've seen parts of it. His like love interest in that movie uh Marina something is her real uh, her real life name. <laughs> She's also a character on Gotham and she married Ben McKenzie I assume because they were both on Gotham together. <laughs> and because you would marry anyone who played Ryan Atwood. Sure. Just know uh, that. So uh, I was thinking about how can I tell people about this show? Just I want you to talk right in that microphone. <laughs> okay, wait. Do you want me further or closer? Uh, I just don't want you going uh, like what I'm going to mime to you. Okay, don't slide back and forth. Yes. Try okay. To, try to... Yes. <laughs> okay, I can do that. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about my favorite episodes, my favorite seasons, my least favorite seasons, and something I think you'll find of interest, the bands that became big because of the OC. This is actually maybe part of the show that I actually understand because I remember when some songs would like <sighs> debut but I only know bands that were already like the two bands that I know debuted songs on there were Modest Mouse and um, the Beastie Boys which were two already successful bands so I'm looking forward to you telling me which bands <sighs> were not there they became famous because of the OC <laughs> I don't know if they came became famous because of the OC but it did not hurt or enabled them enabled them okay so I mean, the pilot episode is such a perfect episode. But the best episode of the OC is the season one finale. And it's so sad. Oh, spoilers for a uh, 15-year-old show? Yeah, guys, get your lives together. It's, it's been, on. Oh, my God. Has it been around for 15 years? You I think said so. you were 12. Yeah. I'm doing some simple math right now. Much simpler math than when I did the Fibonacci sequence yes. earlier. So 15 or 16 years. Yeah. Oh. Anyways. Depends. Well, uh, okay. Your birthday's in the beginning of the year. So it's sort of, yeah, okay. You know, it's hard, It's easier with you because if, because, you know, if your birthday isn't like, I don't know, May through September. It's the middle of the year birthday. That's like... Yeah, half the things happen in one half and half the things happen in the other half. I have an but early of the year birthday. For you, everything basically coincides with the year. The math is easier. That's true. Anyways, moving on. You, season one finale. Best season one finale. Episode. Ryan Atwood leaves Newport. I know. He breaks up with Marissa because his ex-girlfriend is pregnant with what could be his baby. Spoiler alert. Is not. Wow. You find out in the fourth season. For in the sure. Fourth season? Yes, you find out for sure. Because at the beginning of the second season, she fakes a mix- miscarriage to ho- go live his best life. God, this show is so wow. good. <laughs> um, anyways, because he's leaving. <sighs> There's a miscarriage on Gotham. There's his, so his, many parallels. His, like, this is the Ben McKenzie character. Yes. Right? Yeah. His he, uh, spoilers for Gotham. <laughs> this isn't my, also, this isn't like dueling topics. <laughs> I didn't I didn't bring Gotham in this. Um but uh he has a uh he has a pregnant uh girlfriend, wife, something I don't I don't think they, I guess girlfriend. But she has a miscarriage, so there you go. That guy's just doomed for that. I'm sure there were I'm sure when that happened there were like a million people tweeting that like this is the second time he's been involved in oh, a maybe. fictional miscarriage. <laughs> Maybe. People Although, it wasn't actually a miscarriage in the OC. She faked it. Oh. So, she raised her baby still. 
but um he still went through two characters that he portrayed went through the agony of thinking yes or ha- literally having a miscarriage <laughs> yes anyways back to the season one finale of the oc um because ryan atwood leaves seth cohen is so sad because he didn't have friends before ryan but he's been dating the coolest girl in school, Summer Roberts. And so he's like, if I can't have Ryan, I'm getting on a boat and I'm sailing away. So he goes from his grandfather's wedding, pieces out, goes to his boat, and he says he's going to sail to Tahiti. Spoiler alert, he does not. He goes to Portland. Ooh, a lot of lying on this show. <sighs> I know. He wanted to, but I think... Can't remember the he went the wrong way. <laughs> no, I think he realized he couldn't. He wasn't prepared. Um, um, and there's a scene. This is the best part. When Ryan Atwood is leaving the Cohen household, pulling out of the driveway, he sees Marissa Cooper standing at the edge of the driveway, just like she was at the pilot episode. And uh, over top of this sad scene, Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah starts to play. Mm. My 12-year-old self... And my mother are weeping because it's so emotional. This this sounds sounds heavy. That's the best episode. Best episode. Second best episode. But season season one finale. How many seasons are there of this show? Four. And so they just could not. In the remaining three seasons, they just could not top that season one finale. I mean, it was so perfect. There were other good episodes. I'm just getting the facts out. I, yeah. I'm not judging the show. I'm not here to judge the show. Listen, I'm not here to judge the show, only to tell you that the first season was by far the best season. Um, that's interesting. I'd say you said it's both a, a great pilot and the first season is the best. I feel like most shows, pilots are so-so and first seasons are also so-so. Like most shows, I feel like, I feel like most people, like, even if the first season is good, people are like, oh, I like season three or four. Mm-hmm. It's like, I like Breaking Bad and Mad Men and all the, all the shows people like. Uh, I feel like those are all like people like the middle seasons or whatever. I don't know. I guess there's counterexamples. Isn't like Walking, did you watch Walking Dead? Yeah. I don't watch it, but I, hear, I watched the first season. I feel like the first season's the one people always want it to be or whatever. Yeah. That's at least the. The gossip I hear. I don't, I'm not cool enough to watch these shows. <laughs> um, so seasons two through four. <laughs> seasons two through four are good. We'll get to them. The second best, my second favorite episode is the one where they go to Vegas in the first season, which is also happens to be where the Beastie Boy song comes in. There you go. Yes. Ryan Atwood and Seth Cohen go to Seth Cohen's grandfather's bachelor bachelor party grandfather's bachelor party yes in las cool. vegas cool <laughs> they run into a prostitute although they don't realize it's a prostitute at the time they realize i don't remember how ryan finds out that the girl's pregnant so they join a poker game to oh my god they join a poker game i think i'm pretty sure because the prostitute's sex worker. You should say sex worker. I know that from my favorite murder. Okay. That's, it's fine. Um, <laughs> boss says that he owes them money. So they go to a high stakes poker game. Ryan wins. Um, 
and then they go back and it's very sad. I didn't do a good job describing that episode. <laughs> but There's poker. That was when poker was really hot. Yeah. Everyone was talking about poker. It was right at the time that poker was hot. We all we all remember when poker was hot. <laughs> oh, and at one point Summer comes because she doesn't want Seth talking to new girls. Summer Roberts is my favorite character in television history. Wow. There's so many favorites in this. Was this very disappointing to you that the show no longer <sighs> exists? Um, it it does. Should should Netflix bring it back? <laughs> I don't know if anyone would be interested, but yes. I mean, they brought back Full House, and I don't know who's interested in that. <laughs> well, I mean, its fans would be interested. I don't know if any of the actors. And also, they killed off um, Marissa Cooper in the third season. Um, spoiler alert. I thought about saying spoiler alert, and I was like, eh. <laughs> this is all... 15 year old show and <laughs> i mean listen it's on hulu guys get get your act together yeah um it's on hulu hulu has i think it? so yeah um i just i have to whenever something's on hulu i go hulu <laughs> um uh. seth i'm gonna talk about two more things before i get to the music so you can be involved i keep tilting my head i'm so sorry you keep doing it, you keep doing it. i keep why watch you and I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> okay here we are Seth, Co- Seth, Summer Roberts, Seth Cohen. You can't see it, viewers, but I'm just drawing a heart. I can confirm that there is a, a heart drawn. Their fictional love is so important to me. Seth Cohen, as I've said, is my romantic ideal. He likes Death Cat for Cutie. He. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> he has a pet horse, like a pet toy horse, not a real horse. A pet. As a toy horse, as in, um, uh, is it a living creature? No. I, I think the term is miniature horse, but I didn't know toy horse um, meant like a tiny little horse, like little Sebastian is... from Parks and Recreation. Oh, what a good show. Um, his name is Captain Oates. Um, and he starts with the show as very angsty and lonely. The I mean, horse. he ends the show as angsty and lonely, <laughs> but he... Him and Summer fall in love, and it's beautiful, and it's perfect. But Summer Roberts starts out as this, like, party girl, and then they realize, like, oh, she's a great actor, actress, so they put her on the show. Mm-hmm. She's Marissa Cooper's best friend. It's nice to act your way into being on a show more. I know. That must be so exciting to I be know. like, this was supposed to be a character we were going to kill off, or what, or whatever, right off, and they were like, but they were so great, um, we just kept him on. Yeah. She ends up going to Brown, although then she gets kicked out. <laughs> in Rhode Island? Yes. The Brown. She gets kicked out because of Chris Pratt. Oh, oh my God. I could talk about this show. Wow. Chris Pratt's on this show. Yes. Fourth season. Um, was um, was that liked what had happened? That's before he was on Parks and Recreation, yes. right? Yes. Weird. I didn't realize he really had a career <laughs> prior to I mean, that. he had a very small role for like just a few episodes. And they were like, he's great. And then he kept getting greater and greater. And they're like, we're going to make him the star of a Marvel franchise. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Jurassic Park. They saw his work on OC season four. It's all, it all starts somewhere. <sighs> <laughs> Anyways, I want to be like Summer Roberts when I grow up. I know I'm now past the age where she ever was on TV. <laughs> but I want to be here when I grow up. It's good to have like a stretch goal. Yeah. <laughs> 
one more thing about the OC is Chrismica. It popularized the term. Chrismica. Chrismica. You said popularized. I'm hearing it maybe for the first time right now. Uh, I mean, listen, it is twice the resistance of a normal holiday. This is a thing from the show. That's definitely a thing from the show. <laughs> I uh, can tell when you're quoting something. <laughs> you kind of have this look where you're so proud that you're like saying the thing that's like the real thing. <laughs> I always wanted to celebrate Christmica, but I couldn't. <sighs> um, each episode, each Christmica episode was top five of the season. Top two, top three. Like there was one every year? Yeah. I mean, Christmas, Christmas happened every year. Um. So the show, every season was a year of their Yeah, like lives. a school year. Oh, was I high school? Yeah. 10th, 11th, 12th, freshman. Oh, oh so they, they went to college. For one year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> freshman year. <laughs> uh, so it's like Saved by the Bell when they did like the college years. They did Saved by the Bell and they were in high school. Yes, but when they were in the college years, they were overcome by grief because Marissa Cooper had just died. Yeah. So Summer goes to Brown, but gets kicked out. Do you, are there episodes filmed at Brown? Like I don't think so. I or think is it that was just a... like a thing they talk about on the show? <laughs> no, she was there. I think they just show her in her dorm room, which I assume is just a set. Oh, okay. I didn't investigate. I've been to the campus of Brown. So have I. I did not. And Neither of us went there. I didn't go there. But the whole time I was there, I was living my best summer robert's life uh did you get did you get kicked out were you trying <laughs> you were like no i want to be like her i'll get kicked out <laughs> i didn't steal any bunnies to save them from being tested by for tested scientifically is that why she got kicked out yes because chris pratt tricked her into it and then blamed her on everything is brown known for their science experiments <laughs> i don't know i don't think it is um i could i, I shouldn't say that i don't really know yeah i don't know <clears throat> but another thing that the oc is known for is the popularization and early stage development of Rooney, the Killers, and Death Cab for Cutie. The Killers, Death Cab for Cutie. I knew. Wait, okay. When did the, when was the first season? Um, I don't know the exact year, but I believe it was like two thousand and two. Two thousand and two. Yeah. Um, depending on how accurate you are about that year, I was either I was either putting Death Cab for Cutie on the radio or I was not. So just a little cool fact about me. It was like 2003 I would have been doing this. So mm. if, or 2004, three or four, I had like a radio show at my college. And I it was like a two-person Yes, everyone. When the OC debuted, I was in college. <laughs> uh, I was in junior high. <laughs> uh, uh, I had a I had a co-host, and he played sort of like what we're doing right now. He was he was my Emily at the time. <laughs> oh, and we talked into microphones and we played music, and uh, I would play Death Cab for Cutie on his recommendation. And now I'm a big fan, but I don't know. Um. I don't know where, like, I first know it from. Although I do, well, the, the theme song is Phantom Planet, right? We've been on the run, driving in the sun, <laughs> looking out for number one. So my, this... California, <laughs> here we come. I'm yes. trying to look up something. My uh, 
previously mentioned friend, he like was annoyed because he was like a Phantom Planet fan before um, the OC and it annoyed him. He was one of those people (laughs) that like they hijacked Phantom Planet as their, or he felt as though they were hijacked. Uh, And so he felt that like then when he liked Phantom Planet, he was sort of playing second fiddle to any OC fan (laughs) or like people would like be like, oh, you know them from the OC? And he'd be like, no, I know them before the OC. Um, what were you looking up? Did you find it? Um, well, I was trying to find when they, when it started, but, um, then I got distracted by your, (laughs) your thing. So, okay. So I'm going to tell you about all of these bands. So the killers were on an episode and, um, they, it was right after Hot Fuss was released and they played Mr. Brightside, an episode I distinctly remember watching and then seeing the video on VH1 and that becoming one of my favorite songs. Um, so then I bought Rudy's album and listened to it so much. It had um, the flag of California on the cover. And I felt so cool because I didn't think anyone else in my school was listening to Rooney. This was when <laughs> I, the brief few years I liked music. Yes, like you like music. You used to like music. Uh, the show was on from August fifth, two thousand three. Oh, I was wrong. To uh, February twenty second, two thousand seven. Uh, I was not quite yet in college um, when this show started, uh, but pretty quickly I was. Um, and uh, oh, there's only ninety two episodes of this show. I guess that's why it's not. They don't syndicate. Cause you don't syndicate a show until yeah. it's like a hundred. Yeah. Um. And Death Cab for Cutie was also on it. Ugh. And uh, on all, all the OC Trown soundtracks. And Death Cab for Cutie, because it was Seth Cohen's favorite band, became my favorite band. There you go. Have was, you ever seen them live? Um, no, but I've tried to multiple times. I could give you my... I, uh, my, my uh, I've seen them twice. Five? <laughs> two or three? Two? Um now we're on the same page. Now we're, now yeah. this is more, we just found a new place where our friendship overlaps. Yes. Death Cab. <laughs> um, I'm a big old Death Cab fan. Oh, love Death Cab. <laughs> um, and I was playing them on the radio in 2004. Wasn't I cool? <laughs> you're so cool. I've tried to see them three different times. Um, one time they were playing in Columbus, but then I realized I'd be studying abroad. So then I looked up when they would be playing while I was studying abroad and they were going to be playing in London while I was studying abroad at Cambridge. But then I couldn't go that weekend, so I had to sell the tickets I bought because we were going to Scotland. And then another time I tried to go and had a panic attack on the way to the concert. It ended up uh, breaking up with my college boyfriend. So I still haven't seen them. This is the first bit of hot goss on this show. I know. (laughs) I feel comfortable sharing that. That's, yeah, that's, it's fine. (laughs) I just thought I would label it as the first instance of goss. (laughs) But so I've not seen them live, which is deeply upsetting. Um, I will say that the first time I saw them live, I was actually disappointed, which Mm -hmm. was a sad, which was sad for me because I was thought it would be good. And I think that first time I saw them live was on the campus of Brown University, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. I bet Summer Roberts was there. Um, it was like in their uh, hockey rink or like 
you know, instead of for, if there's not a hockey rink while the concert is happening, but it was like the venue that is also their hockey rink. <laughs> um, so, wow, that's a real attachment that I just, that connection. Yes. Uh, and then I saw them a second, for sure, I've seen them at least twice. And the second time they were very good. Yes. And I saw, I waited in the rain. It was an outdoor concert. <laughs> uh, it didn't rain too bad, but I saw them. This is how cool I can be sometimes. You're very cool. <laughs> I also don't want to make it seem like they became famous because of the OC, but like Seth Cohen's love of Death Cup for Cutie was a running thing of importance. Uh, it definitely helped. It definitely helped. It's gonna, it's, there's no way you don't become like a featured band mm-hmm. on a tele, like a major television show and it not help. That's obviously why like other musicians like debuted songs on there because mm-hmm. they were like, oh, this is a good thing. <laughs> the OC challenge tracks are honestly some of my favorite cds i've ever listened to one two three they also had a christmas soundtrack <laughs> which is the only christmas music i will listen to um are there any famous christmas songs on there or like ones i would know no they were all like done by like i guess alternative bands i think they were all originals this is my this is my wheelhouse you said i don't you don't think i would know it and they're all i can't remember what they are right now all right i'm i'm looking it up so you don't have to <laughs> <laughs> or are we, are we dueling to see who can look it up faster? No, I'm going to pull up another one of their um, soundtracks and read you the track list. I want to, I got to, I'm trying to figure out how to spell Christmas ka. <laughs> it's Christmas ka. That's not helpful. Uh, <laughs> ka. Nope. Ka. I think I found it. <laughs> um,. Yeah, Christmas Cut is a pop culture portmanteau. <laughs> Certainly is. Um, How to Celebrate Christmas Cut, a life hacker article. <laughs> it's from this past December. You could really look that up, <laughs> figure out how to make your life happen. Ugh. Um, Are you ready for me to read you the list of songs from um, the OC Mix One? Uh, please do. Paint the Silence by South. Good song. Just a Ride by Jem, another good song. Honey in the Moon by Joseph Arthur. The Way We Get By by Spoon. Move On by Jet. I've seen Jet live. <laughs> How Good It Can Be, The 88. Caught by the River by The Doves. Rain City by Turin Breaks. We Used to Be Friends by The Dandy Warhols, which is a song about, well, it was played on the TV show about Marissa and Ryan. Um... Ugh, what a good album. Is this two? Because that's my favorite one. Um, OC Mix 2, which is the best one. Volume 2 is Lack of Color by Death Cat for Cutie. Good song. I know. Specialist by Interpol. Interpol. That's also... I love Interpol, and that's my favorite song by Interpol. Or one of them, at least. There you go. Um, I think that's not on one of their... I don't think that's on one of their albums. I think it's like... Uh, it's like a B-side slash, I guess, on this OC thing. <laughs> uh, Popular Mechanics by Boo, Bella, Bella, I don't know, was my favorite song to listen to when I was in ninth grade. Um, Maybe I'm Amazed is from the season finale, season one, and uh, Seth and Summer danced to it. <sighs> but it's a cover by Jim. Ugh, I love all of these albums. Um, I feel I, like... I have, the, I have the very, very merry... Christmas ka yes, album it. here. Yes. Um I will say so it's the Christmas song by the Ravenettes. 
uh, which is a band I maybe have seen. Um, Last Christmas by Jimmy Eat World. Yes, I love that song. Is a song that I'm aware of that recording. And I've seen Jimmy Eat World live before. They have another one of my favorite songs. Uh, which one is that one? In the middle? Yeah. Everyone loves that song. I know. Uh, Just Like Christmas by Lowe. Uh, Merry Xmas Everybody by Rooney. Rock of Ages by Ben Queller. Another person I've seen live. Uh, <laughs> anytime someone I've seen live comes up, I will bring it up. Thank you. Please do. Uh, Christmas with you is the best by the long winters. I like that song. Uh, Christmas is going to the dogs by eels. Christmas those are is two, going to the dogs. Those are pretty like to put those back to back on this album. seems weird. The song Christmas by Leona Nass. I don't know that name. And maybe this Christmas by Ron Sexsmith. Most of these songs have the word Christmas in the title. All but. Well, one. <laughs> Uh, only Rock of Ages by Ben Queller truly doesn't have the word Christmas in it. There's also Merry Xmas, everybody, which is, you know, slang for Christmas. Yes. All the rest of them have the word Christmas in the title. Do you want to hear the story of me getting this album? Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, so this would have been, the, I think, the second season of The O.C., like the height of my fandom of the show. Um, and it was late November, maybe early December, and the Christmas episode came. And my mom afterwards was like, here's an early present. She gave it to me early. And wow. it was from Seth Cohen. <sighs> wow. <laughs> and I listened to it pretty much on repeat for the next month. But I was very disappointed. Deeply disappointed. Honestly upset <laughs> that it didn't have any songs about Hanukkah. Uh, yeah, I think that's my, my point about the all yeah. having the word Christmas in them. That's very strange, right? Like, um... <laughs> Or that no one wrote a song, no one wrote a Christmas song. Mm-hmm. I guess you'd have to have a, a band that had like both a Jewish and a Christian singer or something. Or just a just a Jewish songwriter. Uh, if you had a Hanukkah song, but if you had yes. like a mashup song, oh yeah, I would saying, love a mashup song. You need like you need like one. You need two singers and one mm-hmm. of each uh, religion. Yeah. Faith. I'm going to say faith. I think faith. Um, um, question. Mm-hmm. Have I done a good ex- job explaining about the OC? Uh, you've done a good job convincing me that you love this show, <laughs> which I think was the topic, right? Yes. That yes. You love the show. <laughs> I think I'm going to start, like, I'm going to come up with my own, like, what the topic really is. <laughs> like, you can come in with the topic, and you might think your topic is the OC, but actually, the topic is the fandom of the OC <laughs> or why a fan would love the OC or yes. something like that. This is my, this is my new game. Uh, and I think it'll help with episode titles. That's true. I'll have to go and look, listen to our other unpublished <laughs> episodes and figure out what I'm going to call them. Um, At first, I was thinking it would just be the name of the subject, the topic. But now I think I like this game of like figuring out what the true topic was. Yeah. I know I got some facts wrong in the Vegas episode and that's going to bother me. Maybe I'll go home and watch it. Uh, I expect a, uh, a report <laughs> on any errors. <laughs> um, <sighs> no, this is good. This will like, this will make people want to engage with the podcast. They'll be like, I want to tell this podcast it's wrong. <laughs> oh, no, they're going to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> 
Um, I'm sorry, I said prostitute, not sex worker. Um, yeah, I wonder. Well, I mean, that's like a newer thing, right? So I wonder yeah. if, like, on the show, you know, they were calling her. Prostitute. I honestly can't remember. They also didn't know at first, which is the whole thing. That's a tricky thing about Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other was it. There are worse terms in prostitute, right? Like sex worker is better than prostitute, but there are worse things yes. than prostitute. Yes. So, and I think the acknowledgement that you preferred the other term, it's really, that's really what you need. It's, yes. I'm, I'm learning. I'm growing. It's language. It's fluid. Um, one more quick thing about the OC and my love of the OC as we decide that's the actual topic. <laughs> yes. And Seth Cohen. That's very important. Uh, in college, me and my two best college friends watched the whole episode, whole show. And they didn't love it as much as I did, but that's okay. I find it hard to believe anyone can love the show as much as you do. Honestly, that's fair. <laughs> and um, what if you want to watch the show, just watch it because Seth Cohen and Summer Roberts' love. It just I'm, feels I'm, so true. I'm just going to skip to anything with Chris Pratt in it. <laughs> You got to skip to the fourth season. Yeah. I will say, listeners, that the third season is not great. It gets a little crazy, but it really redeems itself in the underrated fourth season. Underrated, shortened because of the writer's strike, Ooh. but honestly, banging. There's an earthquake. Do you think, and I'm mostly lobbing this up as this is what I think, but if you have like a poor third season, you're going to have an underrated fourth season because a lot of people are going to like abandon shit. Yes. Yes. Um, I actually like, I mean, OC was definitely one of those shows that like a lot of people watched, but over the years I've realized like a lot of things that I thought everyone watched, like people will just watch like a few episodes of and they're like, oh, I love whatever. And mm -hmm. they like have barely watched it. <laughs> yeah. Um, as I found out when I was Daredevil for Halloween one year and I thought that was a show, not that I thought everyone watched Daredevil, but I thought like a lot of people did mm -hmm. <laughs> and certainly a lot of people do because otherwise they wouldn't be making it. <laughs> um, but like so many people didn't know what my costume was. And I was like, I thought, I thought so many people would know. <laughs> um, maybe I'll be Summer Roberts next year. What's that costume like? What do you got to do? Um, honestly, just wear what I wear. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, yes, if she's influenced your life this much so far, I assume. She really has. Oh, one more quick thing. <laughs> Seth Cohen had Captain Oates. And the reason, part of the reason Summer Roberts is obviously his one true love is because she had Princess Sparkle, who's also a toy horse. Wow. A couple of miniature horses. <laughs> also, them. another fun thing about the finale of the entire show. Mostly I watch the show because Su of... Super spoiler alert right now. Yes. Um, <laughs> after, like, it ends, they, like, flash forward. And, and throughout the whole final season, Seth and Summer are, like on the rocks like they're not sure what they want to be like if they are supposed to be together forever which obviously they are um she becomes very politically active and she wants to go explore that so he lets her go on a bus to be politically active <laughs> but then one of the final scenes is their wedding oh. uh, like a flash forward yeah it's if you let if you let something go and it comes back to you <laughs> that kind of thing <laughs> It means true love or whatever. I don't know. Uh, I probably butchered that. I think it's if you love someone, set them free. 
And, and but then it's like, but then something there's something there's about something of them coming back to you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ugh, I love the OC. I think that's probably what they were going for was that phrase idiom. Mm-hmm. Is that an idiom? No, that's not an idiom. An idiom would be because an idiom doesn't translate. Mm. I could be like one in the hand is worth two in the bush. That's an idiom. Yes. That thing, the the setting something free, that's just like a, a saying or a... I don't know. Hmm. Um, all right. I guess we should move on. Um, I just really love the OC. We had that long pause about that thing. I'm trying uh, to make sure I've told everything I wanted to say. I'm trying to oh. think if I have questions. Um, I'm going to tell you one more thing while you think of questions. Ryan Atworth. I'm going to tell you one more thing. Is you said I'm going to tell you one more thing at least three times. (laughs) I just I keep thinking of things. I just love the show so much. I just have to point it out for because our our dear listeners are hearing it, and I need to acknowledge that that they've heard it. (laughs) The pilot episode Mm -hmm. has the one of the best scenes in the entire show. I have a cat. This is my counterpoint. I have to make one. I want to hear you say this first. Ryan and Seth go to a party on the beach, and. At the po- at the time, Marissa Cooper is dating Luke, um, and Luke hates Ryan because he's so handsome, and Marissa is obviously into him. Um, and Ryan and him get into a fight, and Ryan, um, oh my God, there's two things. Ryan was like, "Do you know what I like about rich kids?" And then punches him in the face and says, "Nothing." Uh. <laughs> but then another time, Luke punches him in the face and says welcome to the oc bitch which is that's how i wanted to introduce this whole topic and i forgot uh, <laughs> i think i know that line i think people quoted it right like that yeah. was like a thing people talked about i had i have seen like one or two episodes of the show like when it originally aired and not since like i had like people in college who watched it They're so and i would like watch it with them <laughs> and i but i don't remember i don't remember a thing I remember the I remember the welcome to the OC bitch, just because that was a. If there were such thing as trending topics back then, it would have been one. Um, it referenced Best Week Ever, which at the time was like a whole. Kind of like pre-trending Twitter. It was on VH1. Yeah, it's like a recap of the week. Yeah, I remember that. Um, Seth is once at one point sad because Summer and him are broken up, and he leaves the diner, pace and says. Ugh, I hope something about seeing he's going to go home and watch best week ever. Cause it's so sad. It's some, it's some good cross promotion. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I think maybe the best, I'm going to, this is my counter example. I can't leave this hanging from the beginning of our yeah. conversation. Uh, a TV show that I know you don't watch. Um, but the first episode of the Simpsons is an all time classic episode of the Simpsons. It's also a Christmas episode. Uh, it the Simpsons debuted as with a Christmas special. Oh, that's fun! And uh, it's also a very. I mean, all of this is you know nostalgia or whatever. Like you know, it's the thing that we found interesting at the time. But it's not the best episode of the Simpsons, but it is a very memorable one. Mm-hmm. It's also the episode that they get their dog in. So it's a very there's like. It's also like one of the Simpsons, like this the first, like when I said earlier that like a lot of shows have like so-so first seasons, I was all, I was thinking of the Simpsons, which has like generally kind of like, I mean, this first season is fine and it's like funny, but it doesn't, it gets, the show gets better 
after season one. Uh, but the first, that one that is like the Christmas special is a very close to my heart, a very good, I don't know if you'd necessarily call it a pilot, but it is the first episode. <laughs> um, I think you would call it a pilot, right? I think so. Uh, I'm not enough in Hollywood to know if there's like I don't know a difference there. I guess maybe, well, I don't know. I could look this up, but like when exactly they decided, like if they made that episode and decided to make more, therefore making it the pilot. Or if they made like a, an actual first episode and then that was good. And then they kind of went back and made this Christmas one, but it's still technically the first thing that aired. So yes, pilot sticking with it. <laughs> um, it's very touching. Actually, it wouldn't make sense out of order because it's this episode where they get their dog and the dog is in every, you know, every other episode. present in the whole series. Um, dog's name is Santa's little helper. Oh, it's too long of a name. Uh, it's because he was a uh, like a racing dog, so you oh. know how they name racing animals like they give them oh yeah wild names. So his name was like Santa's little helper. So they like you hear them like announcing and it's like Santa's little helper in fourth place or whatever, <laughs> uh, and they just keep the name. <laughs> Do you have any questions about the OC? Uh, questions about the OC? You really did cover a lot of the fandom. You're like. You already said your favorite episode. You said your favorite music you got out of it. You said your favorite characters. <laughs> you said who you wanted to be on the show. <laughs> um, do I have other further? Oh, I did ask you if you wished it would come back. That was my oh big God. question. I would be so happy if it came back. Um, right now would be married to Taylor Townsend. That's something I need to see. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, they could do like a, and now we're all married. And then it's like an episode. It's like turns into like, like a Roseanne or something like where it's like everyone has families and cause it's like late enough later that they could like, I don't know. This, they're leaving money on the table by not spinning this show off and like having like at least one of the people who ends up getting married or whatever, like spinning that off into its own show and then having their kids be like, going through high school and stuff oh my god i'd watch that show it'd be like oc the the new class this is a reference again to say by the bell <laughs> tying everything into that um such a good show good show um i finished all my tea did you like it that's one more thing we need to talk about uh <laughs> what did you think of the tea uh i did like it um i kind of part way through kind of wish i did add milk as you did with this mm-hmm. uh but i still liked it nonetheless it wasn't too hot which is great we were both worried about burning our mouths before we started yes we sat here and talked about not the, did not record ourselves while we waited for the tea to cool slightly because it was so hot <laughs> um and uh yeah i liked it it was it was sweet um i actually think the paris tea from episode one was actually sweeter um i think i had an unfortunate incident with this tea once where i accidentally put way too much sugar and then it was it hurt my teeth to drink yes see i just like i don't put tea in any i I don't put any sugar so then now i have like i have like a clean comparison for every tea i have like sweet or not sweet or whatever it is sweet i mean it's like fruity yeah uh which just um invokes sweetness (laughs) i'm just not talking like a 
wine connoisseur on this show. Just like Seth and Summer's love is so sweet. <laughs> and the rush you get from I their mean, love. Ugh. I want to know where raspberries are from now. I feel like they can grow anywhere where it's warm enough. I want. I just want everything. I think they're a bush plant. Don't quote me on that. Look it up. I just like, I don't want any loose ends on this thing, which is why I mentioned the Simpsons thing. Uh, you know, I put it, I know put us off, off track. Ras, such a weird word. Raspberries, right? Rasp. Rasputin. That must be who it's named after. Oh, I could talk about the Romanovs. What's that? <laughs> don't want to spoil it, but it's the uh, Russian royal family that, um, got murdered um in the russian revolution with anastasia um i have a okay the number one producer in the world for raspberries is russia (laughs) i knew it uh it says here in 2016 uh russia supplied 21 percent of the global share of raspberries uh, number two is the U.S. Number three is Poland. Number four is Mexico. It's pretty close to the O.C. Oh, one and of... And then Serbia is fifth. Those are the top five producers. One of the earliest episodes of the O.C., uh, they go to Tijuana, and Marissa almost overdoses. On raspberries? And other drugs. <laughs> because... Uh, what, what was she upset about? Either Luke cheating on her... Or her parents getting a divorce. Um, I'm looking at a map right now, and looks like you can get raspberries pretty much. They're like really strong in actually. I would say Ohio looks like there's a lot in Ohio. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but basically, all of the U.S. like from the East Coast, like through to. If I'm gonna guess, I would say maybe like just. Uh, east of the Rocky Mountains and then it's sort of more patchy but they also make it in Southern California so OC can do it and then apparently they're also grown like all over Central Europe (laughs) anyways that's your raspberry facts for this podcast (laughs) next week we'll come to you with some more raspberry facts Um, (laughs) check out the facts it's a Hollywood facts (laughs) I don't know if I'm allowed to quote other podcasts I don't, I, I don't know. Who cares? There's no rules to this. <laughs> the rules are to be determined. Ah! <laughs> um, all right. Should we wrap up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did not, we did not uh, Fibonacci this. Um, Where are we at? So I think this app will be an, a little under an hour. Okay. That's a solid amount. So we're like kind of in between the first two. So we're averaging... We'll average about an hour between the, the three eps we've done so far. Good app. Uh, solid app. Uh, okay. Well, this has been TBD. With Matt and Emily. <laughs> that works out. <laughs> it's a good... All right. We're good. That's a good way to share it all. <laughs> share the focus. <laughs> if there's one thing we've learned in improv, it's to share focus. It's important. Um Okay. Well, um, subscribe to our podcast apple podcasts it'll definitely be on there yeah i haven't figured out if it's what other services it's going to be on when we do this all yeah <laughs> but subscribe uh, and, uh review. We can. and review rate it review and rate it and 
Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your colleagues. Uh, make definitely tell your colleagues. You always got to tell your colleagues. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs>